All right, if you are a guy, a dude, you better be listening because this is just as important for you what we're going to talk about today. It's about our ladies. When we understand our women, we got a better healthy relationship and all those great things that go along with it. Okay, so tonight on the Bob Jeswold Show, we're going to be dealing uh, with postpartum treatments. Now, different ways, natural ways, wait till you hear about this with Dr. Josh Eldridge. He's going to talk to us about this. Women in and out of the military, just stick around. You don't want to miss this episode. Personal power, people positive, the community of connection. This is the Bob Jeswald Show. Dr. Josh Eldridge is here in the house. He's smiling. He's right there. He had a long day today, too. Um, you know, I got to tell you something. When we talked about this, Josh, this has been, and I'm going to call you Josh, right? So we, you know, we know each other. You're from upstate New York, first of all. Let people know your background. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And so am I. We're from, I'm from Buffalo, and you're from, like, down, I say Amsterdam downstate area? Amsterdam yeah. area. It's beautiful around there. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you got, you went to the army. You, um, I assume you went in as officer or I didn't, I went okay. in enlisted. I didn't know that. What a yeah. guy. I love this guy even more. And yet you met your wife and uh, everything just was great from there. But you did practice, uh, you practice as a chiropractor, a Dr. Josh Eldridge, which is good because many of us like that kind of treatment because it's alternative treatment and there's a lot of benefits to it. I went to a chiropractor for years, um, and it works. I mean, I will say that and, there's a lot of good things that come out with adjustments and, and keeping your body in line and makes complete sense. So recently, you know, I ran into you a couple weeks ago, and it's just great. This is what I love about podcasting, because when you talk to people, I, I sometimes walk away and I start thinking, myself, wait, it hits me. You got to be on my podcast, because <laughs> I like to talk about things in community, uh, positivity, um, to engage people in doing that. And at the same time, part of this is what's so important to me is, you know, homeopathic, natural ways of healing, or just what can you do to make your body better psychologically, mentally, or whatever it may be. And today's topic that came up, which you were one starting off with something so highly unique. And guys, I hope you're listening, because even if you don't, you have to understand what women go through, you know, during pregnancy, pre and in obviously post and in the postpartum and, and and I've experienced it with each one of my kids I have three daughters and um and I I've experienced the postpartum blues so to speak but there's much more to it than that that I'm getting into so I'm going to let you take it away and um you add you tell us what's so unique about this and what's so interesting about it is your approach and probably the only one anyone listening tonight may get a great idea to try to bring this to other military military installations or just anywhere in general. Absolutely. Yeah. So I run the P3T program out at Fort Benning and it's something that, that I had a concern with from the beginning because I'd see a lot of patients that came in to see me that were, that were having issues. So, so I got to, I got to take over that and be um, part of that. And we, we definitely have a a interesting approach and a, and a unique approach that a lot of people don't don't necessarily have. Now, just to throw it out there, we're not giving out medical advice sure. right on the show. So, sure. just to make sure that that you know, women as they as they go through pregnancy, that they work with their OB, and and they really they really find out what's best for them. That's the that's the most important thing. Again, me and you aren't females, sure, right? Right. So, so we got to. So know. we're just kind of some of this is is theoretical for us some like our wives have mm-hmm. lived this so this is a this is a big deal for them and and but so enjoyable I've, I've gotten to work with female athletes for for a long time I've worked with gymnasts and I've worked with with other female athletes so so I've got a lot of experience in that in that kind of avenue of 
of working with, with, with the female athlete. And that's what I see my patients as, as mm-hmm. female athletes, even if you're just trying to get kind of into shape or you're, you're trying to improve your physical fitness, like you're an athlete. And so your, right. your body's special and, and you need to take care of it as an athlete. And that's so true. I mean, when you say that, when you say PT three two, a lot of people know it's physical therapy, it's, something, um, or, is it, or is it mean it's something pregnancy? else? Pregnancy, postpartum, postpartum, physical training. That's it. I'm sorry. Where's yep. the three? That's where we get the three. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. For sure. So I want to make sure we got that right. So um, that that is so unique, and and that's what caught me by surprise. And we're going to get into details a bit. And again, let me just reiterate what Josh said. Again, this is not by any stretch of imagination of trying to give any medical advice or telling you to go off what your OBGYN is telling you ladies out there and guys, if you're hearing this and telling your wife. So we're always clear on that. But it's fascinating because not too many people are doing this, Josh, not at, mm-hmm. at this level. So tell me how this came about in that in that arena. I mean, how did this just like this dawn on you one day or how did, you know, you're working with some folks. How did this come about? Yeah. So I start, I started out at Fort Benning, what we call the army recovery center. And so we brought together some of the best providers on Fort Benning to work with some of our, our soldier athletes. And that's been my philosophy for, for many years is how can we bring together the best providers to give athletes the best possible chance. I've had a chance to go to the Olympic training center and, and do a rotation there uh, volunteer rotation there to, to work with our Olympic athletes. So I've seen a lot of that type of treatment at that high level. I've worked with professional athletes at different, different uh, sporting events. I have my board certification in sports. So, so there's a lot of things that I've done with the athlete and you have to treat them differently than just the, the run of the mill patient. So, so, and that's who I work with every single day as the athlete. And so it's just a different philosophy and that's what I tried to bring. Now, the philosophy is, is about teamwork. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if it's, it's not about the chiropractor, right? It's not about the, the OB. It's not about whatever different components you have in there. It's about working as a team together. And that's what's going to give you, as the, as the patient, the best possible chance to succeed. Would it be fair to say, I think of like the Mayo Clinic or Mayo Clinic, uh, even in Fountain Hills in uh, Arizona or uh, Rochester, that's what the Mayo Clinic or Rochester or Minnesota or wherever it is. But, but the those kind of approaches are bringing in experts all around, and you it's like a think tank, and then you guys can really critically and analytically diagnose somebody in a, in a in a great way instead of just having a one on one somebody who's kind of broad spectrum bring specialists in, so to speak. Hundred percent. What due to your it being a chiropractor, that's fascinating too because you're bringing in more of the. I want to see more of the natural healing component to it. Tell us how that works. Yeah, with the so, other. And, and partly, so I like to tell people I'm not a very good chiropractor because I think this okay. is, wait I know it's kind of funny no, way to say it. I was just going to come get an adjustment from you. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so, so I think yeah. the, the manipulation is a great tool. Like the adjustment's a great tool. Sure. But it's not the only thing in our tool bag. I, right? I got you. Yeah, okay. so that's kind of, so people sometimes come in, like today I had a, I had a patient and, and she came in and we didn't do any treatment like that. Mm-hmm. We just worked on some of her mobility. And that's all we worked on because that's what she needed. So part of as a, as a sports provider, right, I was able to look at her and say, hey, I can, do, I can give you mobility, mm-hmm. but you need to be able to, to take your own, kind of own your own treatment and, and get like in there that. and work on your own mobility. And then every once in a while, you can come to me if you need me. But... Like there's times when you just got to step up and do your own thing and work on your own mobility and have a professional kind of walk you through it. And that's some of the things that we help our ladies with is, is just making sure that they have those tools to be able to, to, 
you know, work with themselves and work on their own, their own kind of like you said, holistic yeah. fitness yeah. and make sure they're able to take care of themselves. Kind of a military approach in a weird way. I'm sorry to say, I mean, but it is yeah. in a way it's like tough love, you know, here's the deal over communicate. This is what we're going to do. Here's a mission and let's finish it up, which is great. Yep. I had, um, uh, I had two, two friends of mine, two good friends of mine, uh, one in Las Vegas, Nevada, and one over in Arizona before I came back in the state of Georgia. And, um, Dr. Cajun was his name last one. And, and then of course, Simoncelli, I'm going to give Dr. Al Simoncelli, or I don't know if maybe, you know, him. he's from upstate mm-hmm. New York originally, but he's in uh, Nevada. Fantastic. Same. And they had very similar, what you're saying too, you're right in their tool bag. And, and I'm not saying they're not doing what you're doing here, what we're talking about today, but, but they said the same thing. There's times I'd go in there and he would just you know, just do my back. He did, there was no adjustments because Bob, this is what you need to work on today. That's a good chiropractor. I mean, that's some, that's a good doc, you know, right. natural or medical, whatever it may be. They, they, they got to realize not everything fits the same person, a person that was there previously. They're not going to do the same thing, what they did on that person to me or right. vice versa. Right. Um, I can't get into HIPAA stuff. I'm not going to say that, but we had Amanda English in here and uh, carousing the studios here, the gold medalist, um, mm-hmm. you know, of course, shooter, sharpshooter, yeah. their mom. She was phenomenal. Yes. So when you said that you were training some of our, our Olympiads, would they have been people, would it be fair to say that were on uh, maybe on post in this region or did you travel or were they in this area? Yeah, I get to work yeah. with some of the Olympians yeah. here on post, but also, so I've definitely traveled out there to the Olympic Training Center out in Colorado. That's what I was, okay. Yep. And then uh, some of our higher level gymnasts I've gotten to work with as well. Great. I'm trying to think. I don't think any of our gymnasts made it to the Olympic team, but they were the ones know, that were in your unit. Not right, yeah, right. we have a young lady from uh, Michigan. So the one that's going to Auburn. She's going to Auburn was yeah. the one who yeah took her. Yeah, she was on a U.S. team, but I know what you're saying. Right, that. right. But you know, I, I I'm so into that. I mean, this is why I have the show because I totally believe and I know there's so much more, and I won't get into coronavirus and all that it's a whole nother topic i just you know you slap politics into anything and it just screws everything up i'm mm-hmm. just going to cut to the chase on that and it drives me wacky um but i will say that you know when we get into a woman which we all know it's very clear and most women say it you know they get out and i, and I feel like a mentor i'm getting at dad stage now and my i have i have a daughter one of my daughters mm-hmm. you know she's old enough she we have two grandkids now and got two teenage kids at at home but but I had given her advice, like, yeah, I know, I've been through it. That's normal. Yeah, you're okay. If you're feeling that way, it's all right. And here I'm that kind of guy. But I can now, it can even offer, suggest, this is an alternative maybe to say, hey, why don't you, t-? you know, you're going to talk to your OBGYN, of course, and there's mm-hmm. different medicines and medical things you can do. But from a psych- psychological mm-hmm. slash physical, are you tackling both those or are you just, are you more, because you said you're bringing others in and around you, would that be included in that kind of treatment? Yeah, hundred percent. So I'll, I'll tell you about our team. Okay. Well, first, first, let me tell you about pregnancy because sure. I was thinking yeah, let's about go. That. Yeah, go yeah. right in. Let's get because so for us, it. right? I'm not an OB, so right. so I don't give. Uh, we we haven't a whole OB team on our on our staff. Okay. So they they work with the health of of the of our females and and they let us know. Hey, this is kind of what's going on. This is what you can do. This is what you can't do with the, with this particular person. And that's what you have to find out. As a as a um, you know someone that's an athlete, you got to find out with your with your medical team. Hey, this is what I can do. This is what I can't do. That's the first thing that's super important. So I have three rules for my for my pregnant patients. Number one is you got to have a healthy baby. So Amen. number yeah, one, sure. yeah, okay. most important thing. Sure. Everything else is is secondary to that. Number two, we want to have a healthy pregnancy. So we want a healthy female. So we want them to be able to get through their their pregnancy and and feel good as best as possible. And then, and then, um, 
you know, along with the baby. So all that goes together. And then the third thing, we want to prepare them for postpartum training. So we want to get them ready, their bodies ready. And so one of my philosophies is that if you're thinking about getting pregnant or that's something on your mind or something that you want to do, the, your, your health prior to pregnancy is going to drive that health during pregnancy. Makes sense. Super important. And then the same thing goes for, for pregnancy the, uh, or postpartum is going to be driven by your health during your pregnancy. So if you're not doing anything during pregnancy, now, now some people can't do anything, right? Because that's mm-hmm. what their OB said. And that's, that's perfectly fine. Uh, there, there's exceptions. But if you're not doing anything during pregnancy, it's going to be very difficult to come back postpartum. And what we found with our, with our postpartum ladies now that have gone through our program before, they're seeing, like, like they're amazing. We have some, some fantastic athletes that work with us. And, and they just, every time I go in there, I'm just blown away by how, how, you know, they just had a a child three to six months ago and they're already doing things that, that I, I've never been able to do. So they're just great athletes. So don't throw the prenatal vitamins away. It's, it's, this is in addition to so much more, which this is what I love to hear. I mean, there's, there's, there's so much more that would support that. And you create the foundation of a healthy woman in, in uh, post-pregnancy, which, which is fabulous. I mean, like, um, and give us some examples. I know when we say athletes too, I just wanted to let some of the folks that are listening right now on the podcast is we are talking about athletes that are, are these, are these active duty and active duty mainly just so people understand that throughout the military, correct? Right. Yeah. They're, they're active duty. That's who my patient base is. Okay. That's your patient. So people understand it. This template though, Mm -hmm. is not being done at all. As far as we know, not to, nobody's really, I don't know anybody who's doing this. You Mm -hmm. don't as far, this Mm -hmm. could be something on this Let's hope it's on this podcast that Dr. Josh Eldridge is that this is this idea of, of, um, taking medicine and, and holistic chiropractic, you name it, you know, in a whole nother direction that could really be supportive to, to this, which is mm-hmm. fantastic. So it, a, a patient comes into you, mm-hmm. an athlete or something, she's pregnant. And, uh, and you notice that maybe, cause we assume everybody who's active duty, most people say, well, geez, they're in great shape. They PT every day. They're, they're, they're doing five miles or doing this and that, but You've, you've probably seen some bad and you've seen some good and maybe some in between. What would be a case that you've seen that you thought, wow, this is challenging, but guess what? I got my tools in the toolbox that are mm-hmm. going to fix it. Give us an example of that. Yeah, so one of the biggest things that, that happened with, with, with COVID, right, was, right, was a lot of people didn't have direction. So they, right. they were, they were kind of um, out on their own, so mm-hmm. to speak. And there wasn't a lot of, and that was, that was all of us, right. As we were mm-hmm. going through 2020. And so no different from my patients was, was they didn't have a lot of direction going forward. So when we initially started working with the, with our postpartum ladies, we had, we had four or five and they were just, they were desperate for, for help. And so we started to implement that program. And so our team, you kind of talked about that before, but our team yeah. looked like, so there was me and I kind of, I had the vision for what I want to, where okay. I want to see us go. Um, we have a dietitian who's absolutely amazing. And he, uh, as a dietitian, he gives nutrition advice. Yeah. And I wasn't even thinking nutrition. Critical. Totally forgot that's yeah. part of the tools yep. in the toolbox. Probably, probably the most important thing for, uh, for um, pre-pregnancy, pregnancy, postpartum, is get with a dietitian, and we have a performance dietitian, so he specializes in sports. So Mike is his name, fantastic guy. And so, so he helps the ladies understand what they need to put in their body to succeed. Mm-hmm. So um, I wrote a book on nutrition, and it's called uh, Because She's Worth It, Nutritional Guide for Parent, or um, 
we're parents with daughters, so it's yeah. a it's a book about athletes. But Mike, he he his level of nutrition knowledge is just is even yeah. beyond mine. So he's a he's a great guy. Really understands performance nutrition. I gotta talk to him. Yeah, yeah this great is, guy. This this is this is awesome. Yep. So he kind of he brings that part of because what we put into our bodies is what we are. So so especially when it comes to athletic endeavors. So that's a he's he's one of the biggest parts of the team. We have we have a sports psychologist who helps us out. His name is Jay. And Jay's uh Jay's uh, incredibly knowledgeable on helping the the ladies set goals. So that's a big part of it. We have um and we have some health coaches that help us out and and they um they they help the ladies understand their strength and and how they can progress and, and different things like that. Uh, and then we've worked with, with uh, strength and conditioning coaches, so certified strength and conditioning coaches, and some of our other, our other uh, helpers over there at the place that we have that are fantastic guys. And they bring together, we've kind of put up the plans, and then they looked at them to make sure that our, our performance plans and our workout plans really work to, to make sure that we progress the athletes through all of those different stages. So that's the team we put together. I'm loving this. Their performance is going to be better because even on the psychological side, the nutritional side, you know, and you, you have um, physical therapy side or whatever it may be, yep. or maybe some exercise where they may, may be designed. I picture someone coming into your office or your place. Are all of you in that in one, one room at one time? Yeah, not at not at six thirty in the morning when I get there. Okay, we don't have too many okay. morning okay. people. Okay, okay, but, but, but they do come like right about then. We all come and and we all work with the ladies first thing in the morning. Wonderful. And then we have a a fantastic uh, uh, NCO that that helps us just organize the whole the whole thing and keeps it all glued together and keeps me focused on what I need to do. So so she's fabulous too. So where's your role in this? I mean, you are. I know you're the guy. I mean, you're you're the project manager is that right. fair to say okay so right. you're this project manager of this as pt3 and and now josh is sitting there doing it when do you get to do you get i mean yep. it seems like you're so busy now kind yeah. of operating on that level do you have time to actually use your practice and put yep. your your chiropractic knowledge in that is that possible yep. and that's right. uh that's my other my other hat that i wear in this whole thing so okay. whenever whenever one of our ladies comes in say they get a musculoskeletal screen that we developed and so i get to do that and i get to see how they're moving how they're feeling, if they're having any pregnancy-specific issues, if we need to get okay. back with the OB. So I get to do that first. I get to watch them move. Postpartum, we get even a little bit more in-depth and movement and strength and things of that nature. And then, and then if they have pain, then they've got direct access to me where they can come and we can work musculoskeletal issues. So it's, um, it's almost right there, so it all goes together. And I think, so just thinking about, I've been thinking about, you know, doing this podcast with you and how I would set it up. Mm -hmm. Some of this... So, so some of these ladies are, are lucky in that they get this whole team. But I think if you're out there and you're thinking about how do I how do I maximize my pregnancy and get ready for postpartum so I can stay healthy, is you have to put a, a team around you and, and bring that brilliant. together. I mean, it seems so easy, but you would never think it, it, I'm not even there. I mean, you're thinking mm -hmm. this is a one stop shot, one doc, and this is not putting down an OBGYN or anyone mm -hmm. else. The, mm -hmm. the more, the merrier. It's a, it's a win, 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 win. You know, it's like I mean, how 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 could it not? Does this change the way? I know there's Tricare, and there's, I don't want to get if I'm touching on something I don't want to, but but you think of like regular insurance. If somebody was to take this mm -hmm. template and bring it outside of the military too, and other athletes or just general women who are not athletes, this applies to anybody. I think this is something that can go. This could go 
all over the place. I mean, this is great for in and out of, of, of uh, installation versus somebody off post, on post. Do you see that vision? I mean, could you see that happening or somebody coming in like, Josh, t- tell us about this, man. Yeah. We, we got to set something up outside of this. What, yep. And I see? think a lot, I think there's people are kind of like getting some of the pieces and they've got some of the pieces, but they don't put it all together with a team. I think that's what makes it so powerful because yeah. I can't think of everything that, that some of our ladies need. And then, and then being a guy, sometimes I'm, um, I do guy stuff and I say stuff, you know, that's, that's insensitive. And then I have my, my team there to say, Hey, you know, be careful with that, or let's go this way instead of that way. So it's fantastic because it keeps me in check as well. And then we're able to work for a team and just really help the, the health of the, of the athlete and make them better. You don't come across it. You're very even kill as, as long as, uh, you know, I've, I've known you, um, you, you, you have that, that way about you're very, you're a good listener and, and you, and you you know, when you talk, it's great, but, but, but you're stern too. And you have to be in your nature. Plus, because you're a dad, tell us about real quick, just, you, you just, so people know this too. I mean, you're not, you have kids and mm-hmm. you and your wife have, you got four children and, uh, you got two boys and two girls and, and, uh, you, you seem to be pretty knowledgeable. You know, you love that. Um, your wife was also in the military. She was, yeah. That's where we met was in the military. And it's funny because yeah. her parents met uh, at church in the military, and I met Sarah at church in the military. That's great. We met at Prosser Village in Fort Huachuca, Arizona. I'll be where darned. my wife met. Yep. I'll be darned. Yeah, I was over in Ahwatukee. Yeah, well, I was way, a little ways away from you, yeah. but I was off the road uh, past, uh, um, I was going to say, Casa Grande is how they pronounce it down there, local vernacular south of uh, Phoenix. But I was on West Pecos and down in Ahwatukee, down that area there. But it's it's uh, hot and fun, but who would ever think, right? You're down there doing your stuff, and you both meet, and uh, you're able to bring this in. What does Sarah have to say about this? Does she, does she could you have seen this being helpful for, for your wife at one time? Because she, she's very athletic, and, you know, she— Very much. Yeah. yeah. So did you, I think it would have been helpful, and I think that she did really good for her first three pregnancies. She was— fantastic she worked out the whole time the fourth one she definitely got tired which i don't blame her yeah I mean, right <laughs> four kids four we just say yeah. yeah but that was definitely and i see that now like with with our ladies that that put in the work during pregnancy mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them will come in and they work really hard those first 20 weeks post 20 weeks it gets difficult because they mm-hmm. they get a little belly on them they're growing a baby so it, it's a lot of work. So I understand that for sure. But that was definitely, I saw that a struggle with Sarah was that that was a more difficult thing after that last one when she wasn't as active during the last pregnancy. And and it definitely was was a harder time. And that's what I see with my ladies as well okay. um, that, I, that I work with is that they, they stri- the more they give during pregnancy, the better they do postpartum. So the, the harder it is, but, but some things too, like I completely understand a lot of the ladies, especially if they're, this is their first, first pregnancy, or maybe they've had a miscarriage. Mm -hmm. It's, um, they're nervous during that pregnancy. Like they're kind of afraid if I do something, I might hurt the baby. And that's a, I mean, that's a legitimate fear. So, so we don't, I don't. You know, we don't yell at our ladies or yeah. Or you know, the worst thing you could, oh, we yeah. know not to do that. Yep. So, so it's <laughs> just right. one of those things. Yeah. We just let them them yeah. kind of progress as they want to. We let them know. We kind of say, hey, if if, if you're not working now, it's going to be harder later on. Yeah. Um, but sometimes we just let them learn, and then when they come back, then it's time to it's time to push postpartum because they got they've got a lot of work to do. So to get um, there's a lot of new standards that they have to meet. Uh, but it was really great that they that they extended out for the army. At least they extended mm-hmm. out a year. I think that's a fantastic policy. And I think uh, just that when you think about 
yourself if you're at home and you're not part of the military you're just yeah. at home i think that that's a that's a good standard give yourself a year like no mm-hmm. this is you're not coming back in three weeks after pregnancy right yeah. your body just went through a lot of trauma yeah. and so you have to give yourself that time to just kind of to heal and 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 get back into it slowly so it's a good psychological aspect too because a lot of us don't realize that and, and it comes months later i mean you know there's times my wife I remember just I'm walked in the door and hands me the, the, the kid. We call her, even to this day, we call her the kid, the one, or mid, the middle one. But here's the kid <laughs> screaming her head off. I got to go take uh, take a few minutes and, and give myself a bath or just got to get away. Yeah. Is it, and, and I don't want to lose track of what we're talking about, our topic here today, but for guys too, especially, it, it's, it's tough because a lot of us, even me, I mean, I, I got to say, I, I find myself because I have a lot of girls around me, a lot of women, I should say. Even growing up, I had a sister, a stepsister, a stepbrother, that sort of thing. But I got uh, siblings too, but they they were much younger, weren't there when I was growing up. But but I, my you know my wife, my daughter, I got all girls, grandbaby girls. You know, I'm like I'm so in tune to that. Even the women I work with, I kind of get it. Try to. And sometimes I you know I'm not. You know, I, I'm more sensitive, if that makes sense, than maybe the average guy or woman or whatever that would be in a workplace that have have not been surrounded by pregnancy or, or, or babies or whatever. The women who come to you, is there like, is there, is this like very busy? I mean, when you think about it in military, I mean, pregnancy happens everywhere. We have people pregnant where I work and this and that coming through the door. Are, are they coming from other places? You think they'd be clamoring at hearing this information, this newfound news of what we can do to to change someone? Is this you, are you starting to see this? Is it something you can talk about, or is that you, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, somewhat. So, so there's supposed to be a standardized program across the army. I don't okay. want to get too much. Yeah, into I don't that, want you to touch but, it. But, um, yeah. but it's starting to pick up more more okay. steam when people hear about what we're actually doing. Great. Yeah, for sure. I think this it's is, fantastic. God. This has got to trend. I mean, I can't see mm-hmm. why this, you know, you're going to yep. see offices opening, you know, both sides. Oh, yeah. And oh, it's got to. Jeez. Because, I mean, pregnancy is a is an incredibly important part of our, you know, uh, carrying on the species. Mm-hmm. So we, we have to we have to have that type of, of patient care. And then we see a lot of, of, you know, obesity and things of that after pregnancy. And and we have to be able to, to give those those people that want to be athletes some hope and some guidance on how to move forward and i think that that's what we do best is give them that guidance so that they they know how to train to to become the best that they can be how about those that are out there and i and that are saying you know look i'm not an athlete but why not as i'm listening to this why not treat everybody it doesn't matter who it is everybody should have that this program would be fitting for anybody, whether they're an athlete or not. So we take the athletic approach. Mm-hmm. It, it's still going to be the template that would work for just I- any women, I would think. I mean, the, the woman who's overweight or maybe has some medical conditions or diabetes or COPD or maybe somebody who's got lupus or, you know, and then when you get in some of those inflammatory diseases, some women have a tougher time to carry pregnancy. But, mm-hmm. and like you said, the intrepidation of uh, trying to do anything physical after having a miscarriage or something. Um, I was there, you know, um, you know, and it wasn't easy, you know, and, and it, it got to the point where it was like, you know, it's going to happen. Oh, and it happened again. And in this third time, we're not saying anything to anybody until we know right. kind of thing. So when you get to that, why not but the athletic approach for the athlete that this same this would work the same way it seems like because it would be custom to anybody who comes in there based on their 
limitations or yeah. or not limitations. Yep. Let me go back real quick because yeah. on that one of the most uh, most successful times to get pregnant is is after the miscarriage. Okay. So a lot yeah. of times, okay. so maybe there's a lady out there that's listening right now that's struggled with that. Mm-hmm. Just uh, don't lose hope. Like yes. keep trying. So that's when you a lot of successful pregnancies will happen after a miscarriage. So so just by by just statistical um, information. That's kind of the one of the most successful times. So just keep at it and keep trying and and um, um, give yourself that that uh, time to heal and then and then keep trying. So I think it can it can definitely happen. So the the sports approach, I think that goes back to kind of what I explained how I treat treat patients to begin with. I think a lot of it, the athlete mindset. So when I work with athletes like the Olympic athletes and things like that, they don't really want to see me. So their goal is not to come in and, and get treated for treatment's sake. Okay. Their goal is treatment for a goal. Like they're, That's they're, a good, yes, that so makes they're sense. Not just, okay, right. They're not just like, they're not just coming in because, because getting their back pop feels good. Right. Like that's not, is that a benefit? Yeah, probably. But they want to win a gold medal. So none of those people are coming to see me um, as often as they do to, to um, you know, just feel good. They have a goal in mind. And they know their goal, and they work hard for it every day. I was just, I was shooting with a couple of our shooters the other day. And okay, they, were, they were giving yeah. me lessons, and just to see their ability mm-hmm. and and how how honed in their skills are yeah. is just, it's amazing to 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 see how talented they are, and that's what they live for, and that's what they drive for. So that's something that that as a as a person, you just have to think about what's my goals going forward, and then. The treatments that you get or the help that you get is based on those goals, not based on, hey, I don't feel very good today. Well, neither do our Olympians. I can guarantee it. Every day they're waking up sore. Like they don't, their ankle hurts, their back hurts, their neck hurts, like everything hurts because they're given, they're giving way more than any of us are towards their, towards their goals. And so as a, as a person, that's what I encourage, like, like the, the treatment that you're talking about can only work if you're working towards a goal. And that's what athletes and athleticism is. And that's what our team does. So in the, I've got a diagram that I've kind of presented this to, to some senior leaders. And in the middle, it says teamwork, because our goal is to, is to help that athlete succeed. I love it. And if you look at, at patients as, and all of our patients should be athletes on some level. So that's what we kind of push for. You can't go wrong with this. Mm-hmm. This is this is great. And when I think about that, I was thinking of um, to Lieutenant uh, Lieutenant English. She was passing in a hallway, and I just had to have two. I wanted to hold the gold medal. It was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I go, well, it's not all solid gold, right? Said, oh no, there's some, there's other whatever. It's made in the middle, but it's coated. It's beautiful. I'm like, I can't believe I'm holding this thing. But um, I said to her, I said, how do you, how do you? I get so distracted. If you get another thought in your mind, and you're a mm-hmm. sharpshooter. And this athlete sitting out there trying to get get the gold. She goes, "I'm just talking to myself. I look crazy, but I'm re I'm coaching. I'm talking to myself, and I'm I'm thinking about that. And there's so many different approaches. Like her talking to herself, maybe one. You know, how do you get yourself involved? You're taking them to the next level, pushing them beyond the you know the norm or the average, so you can get to that achieve that goal. And and um, it, it's special. I mean, it's, it really is. I mean, it's there's so much that goes into that. Hence, the team around you could could really identify and, and pinpoint these these areas, which sounds good to me. I mean, I did you know uh, Brendan Bouchard in yes. the, in the book High Performance Habits? Yes, he says talking to yourself is a sign of a high performer. 
So people that talk to themselves, especially while they're trying to achieve a goal, that's a sign of high performance. Gotcha. Yeah. It's a pretty neat thing. So when you're sitting there and you're so looking and that's at something producer that I, here, I'm looking at my producer. Do I talk like to, to myself? Talk? Does he talk to himself? <laughs> he knows I do. Yeah. No, but that's a, that's a sign yeah. of a high performer because you kind office, of talk yeah. yourself. Yeah. You're trying to talk things into your brain and have positive thoughts and things of that nature. A lot of these high high performers, they also don't give themselves um, uh, negative feedback. So they're always positive feedback, which is very difficult. But it's something that since reading that, and, and I, I got to work with one specific athlete. He's a, he's a Spartan racer and just oh, an amazing yeah, guy. Guys are diehard, yeah. But I was, I was doing some treatment on him. And as I was doing the treatment, he was talking to himself. And he was like, Rob, you got this. You can, you can do this. This is this is awesome. And I'm glad. No, I, and, was, and that's what, really when neat I, when to I heard see. her say that. I'm like, yeah. okay, this sounds, okay, I'm not crazy. You know, it's not a crazy, but everybody has their yeah. their way of, of getting to that place mentally. Because it, it, so much of it, there, it, it's it's all mental in a sense. Because you got to get in that place mentally. And if you're not in that space mentally, and at least from my experience with anything, it's, it's the, you need that to be set up, which you have your psych- psychiatrist on there yeah. and, and uh, able to maybe get their mind, you know, yep. self, get it to where it needs to get pliable now. Yep. Hence here comes Dr. Eldridge comes in here, the nutritionist comes yeah. in here and they start coming in and you guys are building and seeing what we can do to get that person. Yeah. And since I'm with them every single day or most every single day, I was able to see, Hey, we're missing out. Some of our ladies aren't seeing, keeping the goal in mind. So they're not keeping postpartum in mind and what's happening. And so what we, what we ended up doing was I got to sit down with, with Jay and just say, Hey, this is something that I think these, these ladies need, can you develop something like this? So he went back to his office and spent the day, I think working on it because he came back the next day with these, with these worksheets for these ladies to do every single day. And they go through and they write out their goals for the week. And then they, then each day they just put a little bit about how they're reaching their goals and how they're going to work for those today. And so Fantastic. I'm hoping that, that that really our ladies embrace that and kind of work towards those goals. Because one of the things, uh, another high performance type thing is, is looking at your goals every single day to make sure that, that you're reaching towards them. That's kind of what I got right here. You got right. I see, yeah. you, you see in this chair. I mean, yep. you can, this is a, in, at WRBL's uh, podcast, Play Zone. It's, it, this is a video podcast, but yeah. of course on, on our other platforms where you get your podcast or, or audio, but, but you can flash up and just, I mean, you're not going yeah, to show some, details. Got some patience on there. Yeah. I don't want to show that, but just, I was just showing just to, just to show how you have, there's a camera. Right you could right, right here. Yeah. If All you right. do it right there, just a D, you don't have to show even close up, but yep. it's the, there's your chart. Explain right it. So right. that's a person's chart. But if you look at it, the patient's yeah. chart is actually, it's like this to let people know yeah. it's, it's, and this huge. is just my weekly, my it's weekly, weekly schedule. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot on that schedule there. So, I'm just glancing at it, and I can see you're busy. And that, and and you think each appointment, how long? You go to a regular doctor, yep, one doctor, and you're spending that one doctor. If you're lucky, now some doctors are, you know, you hear people say it's their approach, whatever. But my doctor, uh, general doctor, you know, she she'll listen to me, and, and you know, I can and maybe I'm probably more long winded. Most people because I go into a lot of detail, <laughs> but but she'll you know she'll spend a nice let's say 30 minutes with me. And that's one mm-hmm. person. And you don't figure how many they're seeing in a day. So what would one woman who comes in as athlete, mm-hmm. who's, who's either a pregnant or post pregnancy, how much time are you spending with them? Yeah. Usually I spend half an hour. Okay. So patients. that is, so that's mm-hmm. a good time. Yeah. That's a good chunk of time. Yeah. So, and, and then you send them on their way and when mm-hmm. do they return? I mean, how, uh, what you, you have a prescription, I assume, yeah. so to speak, how long, yeah. what, what's the for, script for? For our postpartum ladies, it's usually as needed. 
Okay. Yep. So, so it's very okay. It's very. Yeah, it's kind of sometimes we'll do some some treatment. We'll work with some of the other providers on post too. So as well. Oh, one of the things that we have on post that I think mm-hmm. every postpartum lady needs okay. is a woman's health physical therapist. Okay. So if there's okay. one of those that we don't have one specifically on our team, but we have one on post. So, but but to find one of those in the community, uh, one of the things that a lot of the ladies struggle with postpartum is is incontinence. So so sure. if they jump, run, sneeze, cough, they end up leaking some. Sure. And so that's a that's a big deal because when they come to me, they tell me about it because they trust me. But uh, but also you know they they need someone that they can go and work with. That, that really know. knows that issue and how to work on it. Um, pelvic floor health for everyone is a critical subject matter. But as a, you know, females, they, the, um, some people describe it as passing a bowling ball sure. you know, out, sure. of, out of them, and that just destroys the pelvic floor. And so they need, to, um, they need help with that coming back from that, and that's what a, a really good women's health physical therapist will bring to the table and will help them develop those skills that they need to to go forward health, you know, oh. being healthy. Um, if there's any women out there that are looking for something, this could be a great opportunity yes. for them. Yeah, if you're having stress incontinence where you yeah. – um, a, a lot of athletes – so when I worked with gymnasts, I had no clue this is a big problem, and even young girls that yeah. that do high-level sports. Uh, we did a podcast on it. I forget which episode it was, 41 or something like that. Sure. Um, we did it with a women's health physical therapist. And, and so that was a, that was a really good podcast because it, because it brought to light some of those issues and how then it's treated. But I know some people have been dealing it from, from as a kid mm-hmm. and then they still have it postpartum, but that's something that there's people out there that can really help you with that and help you uh, develop those, those uh, skills to make sense. Yeah. These are women who have spontaneous births would be. I don't want to be too, you know, but it'd be blunt here. I mean, vaginal birth versus right. somebody who had a C-section. Or right, something, right, right. Okay. And so, I'm sure yeah. it's still, it's still a lot of pressure. Yeah. Uh, even if you have a C-section. So okay. if you're, if you had a C-section and you're still experiencing those things, don't feel bad. You're not abnormal. Okay. So that's yeah. a, it's a very it's normal know. response. Uh, it's some of it's anatomical, some of it's control. Yeah. But it's, uh, um, yeah, something that can be helped. And it, it's uh, when when those ladies get help with that, it's very exciting. Well, it's you know, it's it's be irritating, I would think, and maybe a little embarrassing or whatever it may yeah. be, or whatever it may be. But oh, what I tell people too. Yeah. Imagine if you do you like to have you played golf before? Yes. Yeah. So imagine going to the first tee, mm-hmm. getting up there, warming up a little bit, shaking it out, then hitting the ball and you leaking on yourself oh, after that. you. Would you ever play golf again? No. No, I'd take the clubs and throw it in the pond and yeah. I'd be done. Well, that makes sense. I but could see how this, this could curb their oh, enthusiasm. Yep. And I don't mean that from HBO, but I'm just saying yeah. it would curb their their desire to go out and be more physical because yep. it would stifle that. And yeah, you just, but a lot of these ladies are so tough that they don't even, they're like, yeah, whatever. And they drive <laughs> on. So, so um, one is know that there's help out there if you're experiencing that. Sure. Like, like there's, there's specific physical therapists that can help you with that. That's it's great. very, I, very exciting. I think I never even yeah. knew there was yet. Yeah, you can have that, but yeah. this would be a, this is another great thing to yeah. to uh, add and, and talk about because you yeah. just don't you don't think about that. Yeah. Can uh, I bring up another one? You too? could, Josh. This is yeah. your show. <laughs> so this the is other one, you say whatever. The yeah. other one that we've noticed across the board for our for our postpartum females, and maybe mm-hmm. this is something for an OB maybe to pick up and, and think about if yeah. you have any listening, is that we've noticed that most of our postpartum ladies are vitamin D deficient. Not all, but most. So one of the things that we're finding out about vitamin D, critical vitamin, it also acts in different ways in the body. And they found that every cell in the body has a vitamin D receptor. And what we've noticed is that in our vitamin D deficient females, 
they don't respond to physical training. So whoa, yeah. So a That's lot a of people. Research. I mean, this is we need a paper on this. It, there, there yeah. does, and we haven't found one yet. That there's yeah. maybe someone can is doing a lit review and can sure, look it up sure. over at Auburn, but yeah. but we haven't seen them yet. But what we've noticed is those ladies that are that are postpartum and are low in vitamin D have a hard time responding to the training that we give them. So the physical training, so the working out, they don't see the fat loss and the muscle gain that those that have adequate vitamin D. So they struggle and they lag behind. And, and um, so a couple reasons for that. One, they grew a, a, a new human being in their body, so sure, they gave a sense. lot to that. Makes Second, sense. breastfeeding postpartum. Makes it's an issue. Too. And then uh, 50% of the population is vitamin D deficient. Hear that Anyways. all the time lately, especially yeah. during COVID. And, you yeah. know, COVID, you know, you say you're a lot of people that are having bad treatments are low in vitamin mm-hmm. D. Yep. So that's interesting to me because is there too much vitamin D you can get? Or what's. So, yeah, uh, there is some, but it's pretty high. It'd be difficult to get there. So you'd um, be talking like. More than ten thousand I use or something. I mean, I don't yeah, know much. Yeah, would be daily over multiple oh, okay. years. Okay, so you, yeah, yeah, most recommended when you get it or thousand or something. I always yeah. see that on my vitamin thing, but and, it might not. And again, work with your. This yeah, is right. one that when we're talking about this, a lot of times. Um, so some of the providers say fifty thousand a week. Okay, if they're if you're deficient yeah. under. So there's different studies show different things on it. What we usually call deficient is under thirty. Okay, and so so some of the studies say around twenty four. So somewhere between 24 and 30. Um, there's, there's some cool new papers out on, on athletes and that. Some neat things, too, when it comes to different races and the, and the darkness of your skin. Yeah, now so, that, I heard that. If yeah. you know, so I've, I've met a training in skin, so somebody yep. says I may be deficient. Maybe. Yeah, well, it, uh, the it? lighter skin you are, the oh, it's easier lighter. it is for you to absorb vitamin D. Oh, I got gotcha. you. But the darker skin you are, the harder it is to absorb but the more efficient you are at using vitamin D. Oh, okay. So it's really, it's kind of a cool trade-off. It is a cool trade-off. That we're yeah. slightly different. Yeah. But it kind of works out in the end. So, so and that just has to do with the, the darker the skin, the harder it is for sun to get, get through sense. there and, and, and start changing the, the vitamin D and, and making it into usable forms. But yeah, it's a, but that vitamin D that you get from the sun, so they say between 10 and 2 in the afternoon is the best time to get it. You need to either expose your arms and legs or your trunk or both. And, and that's the best usable form of vitamin D. That's better than supplementing it. So if you can spend 20 minutes out in the sun each day, making sure you don't burn yourself, sure, that's the best way to get vitamin D. Interesting, because, you know, mm-hmm. my sister-in-law is a sun worshiper, mm-hmm. even though I know, and, and in one regard, it's not good, too, because you don't worry about skin cancer. Now. She doesn't have yes. any of that, but she's uh, but she does, and she's very healthy. I always mm-hmm. notice that she doesn't have, yep. whether there's a drawing. It's easier to respond spot, to training yeah. that you mm-hmm. give yourself. So yeah. if you're, that's one of the things, too, if you're a lady out there, and yeah. you have, um, you've been working really hard, and you're just not seeing the results that you think that you deserve. I think that I think one of the first things I'd do is I'd, I'd talk to my, my primary care about checking my vitamin D. Sounds good. And dermatologists yeah. out there, see your dermatologist. Yeah. So if they're telling you, look, you got skin cancer, just make sure you slather on some uh, sunblock. Yes. But, but, yep. but, you said, but I get exactly what you're saying. It's like everything in moderation, but yeah. get, getting out there, it's not, it makes sense. It, you know, right. my grandmother used to say as a kid, you know, go out there and, and blow the stink off of you. She yep. used to say, get out there and blow the stink off of you. Get outside, do something with yourself, which which makes which makes sense. Is this a blood test? Is this as simple is. as a blood test? Yep. Okay. 
So you can ask I've your general doctor. I've seen some online like okay. that you can order, but I don't know how accurate they are. Sure, yeah, yeah. like a finger prick type thing. Exactly. And, you know, I think I've seen yep. that. Yeah, I didn't know if that's inaccurate, but but no, that that, that this makes good sense. Yeah. The COVID, when we go back to COVID in 2020, you know, you figure how many people became more sedentary. You know, you heard statistics like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably didn't hear enough. And maybe I'm not hearing this enough, or maybe I wasn't listening. But I'm telling you, a lot of people I know that are athletes because very in tune to this kind of thing. You don't hear them beating the drum. Sure, absolutely. You know, we you got, we got vaccines, we got this and that, but there's not enough emphasis to say, too, let's take care of yourself. Get mm-hmm. fit. Stay exercising. You never heard that. It was all zoom in and, and doing this and don't socialize. And, yep. and we couldn't help it. I mean, we didn't know what the heck this thing was. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we got better information now. But that being said, is, that, is there some... Do you think there's something there we can glean from that too, as far as like, don't you sit on a doofus too long, get up, walk, whatever it may yeah. be, get outside. Cause that's just as bad by not doing something, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm speaking of COVID specifically, but then other things too, that can lead to not great situations for a post, you know, pregnancy. Yeah. And obesity is one of the, the main comorbidities for, Which is hap- for COVID. And that's, um, um, yeah, it's very sad because, uh, some people can't control obesity, but mm-hmm. some some mm-hmm. people can, and they can get out and they can start exercising, and that's super important for their health overall, is yeah. to get out and move. You know, again with your doctor's approval, right? If right. you have a heart condition, yeah, talk to your doc. Yeah, but, don't and go I out had, and do a five k with I had with Bob. He with Bob, you come <laughs> out with me. We'll do it. But I, I did today, and I was huffing and puffing. I was because of lack of sleep. We had a we had a hurricane in the area and region where we're working like nonstop. But that in sleep, then that makes me think mm-hmm. back sleep. But I had Dr. Gordy Borkat on. He's a cardiologist. Um, uh, Dr. Champion was here too, another cardiologist. And he was saying too, because he's 80 years old and he's still doing marathons. I go, well, when do you know not to? Because just, just keep walking. So you're, like he said, he goes, make sure you check. But there's nothing wrong with, I think a lot of people think when they have something, mm-hmm. exercise is a good thing. Yep. Moderate, whatever may walk. You don't have to run. You can do anything to move, be mobile. Yep. Some of our docs just tell, you know, they, they talk to us and they're like, hey, just get those ladies moving. Yeah, just move. So don't let them stop <laughs> moving. And so that's, that's what we try to do. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Why not get a good walk? There's there's a lot of places in your town or wherever you're listening in the United States. You, you said when you go to Colorado too, Colorado's mm-hmm. beautiful. Let's go to Colorado Springs. We can, we can do some hiking. There's some beautiful places there, uh, Arizona, you know, uh, Muggy and Rim, you know, you got, um, you know, uh, Piastua Peak, you got Camelback Mountain, you got all these places you can, yeah. there's, there's no excuse not to get out in your region, Pine Mountain in the Georgia area, you know, um, and there's so much to do, you know, and, 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 and take it all in. And because those are the ways to get get the blood flowing. It's like they get the blood pumping kind of thing, yeah. which always comes down to that. But going back to this now, if, the, if there are any, um, if there's a guy out there, how, when the woman goes home, is there anything that the guys can do? Is there anything in the program or maybe a recommendation that the husbands may be coming in, you know, with these women? Hey, you know, or their better half, whomever it may be, come on in and let's, you know, they need to be supportive with this process. Do you find that having to be part of this equation or? Yeah, for sure. They need that. That that was actually on my list of things too, okay. is the support group. So having yeah. that support group at home with family, with the other ladies, with other ladies that, that are pregnant with you. So that's a big part of it. And it together. Yeah, and, and talk about some of those things that you're going through because you're not the only one going through it. But uh, for the dudes out there, right, be, be patient with your wife. So she just created a little human being. Mm-hmm. So that's a, that's a lot of work. So she's, uh, the other thing too is her body completely changed in order to be able to deliver that baby. So, so you're going to have a different wife than you did 
you know, nine months ago. Sure. So you just have to be patient and let their bodies heal and then, and then give them a chance to, to come back. And, and like a lot of the, uh, a lot of people give some of the ladies a hard time cause they're not responding to, to training. Right. But in many cases, like it's something small, like vitamin D that's not that lady's fault for not sure or not for being deficient in vitamin D. Nobody, nobody knew to look for that. But then we, you identify that you get that taken care of. Then three months later, you, you know, you're your stud is back. She's yeah. back deadlifting more than you are. And, cra- so, and that's true. Yep. <laughs> you see a lot of women. I see CrossFit places here in town yep. um, that, that these, these ladies are not like you thought years ago. And it was always thought that a well, woman can't do that. She mm-hmm. can't do this. And women are great performers athletically when it comes to that, that, that core training. And I can tell you from experience, and again, just being careful what I say, but, yeah. but our ladies that we have postpartum are just as, just as tough as any of the dudes. I'd go fight with any of them. Yeah, yeah. Any day. Yeah, this is it. Hey, in a foxhole, you can carry me out that old saying, I don't care who you are, what you are, how you do this or that and the other. If you're there to, you know, you're, you're strong and healthy. And I, and I, I agree. I mean, look at the, the Ranger ladies that we have too, oh. women. And I get to work with some of them too. I know, I was going to say, they're amazing, amazing people. <laughs> they are. There's guys that can't even get through Ranger school. I mean, not yeah. t- a full not active Ranger, but just going to, you know, going yeah. to that specialized, you know, uh, Ranger school and just say, hey, I, I got my tab at least. But I mean, these yeah. are women that are full fledged. They can, yeah. you, you know, tackle that kind of endurance and amazing people, crazy scrutiny of the body, yeah. what it goes through. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, being from a ranger family myself, I know, you know, I see what they, it's incredible. The stories you hear are not, I mean, I don't even know how they can do it. It's, 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 un, it's amazing. What they, but again, it's a lot of it starts right here too. Yeah. It starts 100%. right up here too. But you know, when we as guys, again, I'm going to go back to that to try to support women. I, and this is just me. I don't know if any guys listening right now, um, should listen to this. And if wives are hearing this and you want to bring your man over here, <laughs> The worst thing you can do to a woman, and, and it's just for me, and I, you know, I don't know if this is the way I was brought up. I, you know, I'm, I'm Italian American. You know, Italian family is always very demonstrative. We say what the heck's on our mind, you know, yell one minute, next minute we're okay. But we're always very affectionate and loving, that sort of thing. So I know, you know, even with my wife, I always tell her, I always compliment her all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, even during pregnancy, and, and I'm just being honest. I'm going to sound weird here or whatever. Some people say, Bob, please, too much information. But I'm, <laughs> that's who I am too. I wear my heart in my sleeve. But it, it, to me, she looked good. In fact, I, that was more, that was very, that was a turn on to me. I would tell her, oh, get out, I look ugly, I'm fat, I'm just that. No, you're not. Yeah. You look great. Your body changed. It's, it's just neat to see that. Be part of that experience. I know when you do this, much as my wife would be looking, she rolls her eyes like, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but, but she, I would think, I would hope, if she's even listening to this, I don't know if she <laughs> should be shooting me in a minute. But but it's true. I would hope that, and I believe, because I know her, she's not one to express that way. I am more expressive. But I know in her mind, it's got to be making her feel better. If I came in there and said, gee, honey, you're packing on a weight there. You got a lot of thickness there going on, and you're, you're looking kind of heavy. And it's got her, you know, don't do that, guys. Listen to me. Listen to me. The worst thing you can do is to sit there, do not... Say you look bad, you better lose some weight. And I've heard guys do that to their wives. I want to slap them. Mm-hmm. I do, because it's the stupidest thing. And I'll just say it. It's the dumbest thing a guy can do. It doesn't make, it's not, there's nothing good that would come out of that. And even if there was something, you even thought about it, why would you say that? I mean, it makes no sense. And But I'm being really truthful here from the, from the heart. You're with somebody, a partner, your you're, you're, you're mate, 
encourage them. It's great. It's good. You're doing wonderful. Don't ever feel emasculated or if they are a good athlete, I'll use that approach. If they're really good to put them down because you feel like you're more inadequate, be supportive. At the, at the end, it's a win-win. hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. I had to go on my little rant. Cause That's I think good. about that. Cause I know some guys go, Oh yeah, man, she's kind of fat. And what are you yeah. kidding me? She's beautiful. You know what? What's wrong with you? But anyway, yeah. a lot of the ladies are dealing with stuff that as well. And, and hopefully as a husband, you know about a lot of these, but a lot of the ladies are dealing with, with a lot of internal issues as well. Some sure. of them have been abused. Some of them have, you know, a lot of different things happening out there in the world that are, that are sad and, and so we just have to give them them grace. I had a couple, a couple, um, some people kind of were given a certain person a hard time, one of our females a hard time, and I had to pull them aside and say, "Hey, you don't know what's happening with these females." Thank you. And so yeah. I had to like pull them aside and say, "Hey, this this individual was was sexually abused by someone by a leader." And I said, I said, you're, you know, you're kind of giving them a hard time. You probably should, should back off. Like yeah, you don't know what this person's going to do. You see through. that the look in your eyes, Josh, that's yeah. pretty good. It's pretty yep. intimidating. What you say? I was going <laughs> to say, I know I'm not, but that's true though. But you got, you got to be, you know, people that we don't know, we all have something going on. And, and I'm glad you said it. That's, that makes sense. We have to be, that's the, we have to be sensitive. We, it, people don't show it. Some people really hold it inside and you don't know why they're acting out or if they're not receiving or if they get, or if they get emotional or whatever it may be. So you're, you're absolutely right. There's a lot, there's a lot. And that's why even in a workplace, it's so hard nowadays too. You have to be in, and I'm one who's very open. I'm, I say what's on my mind a lot of times too, but I'm, I'm trying to even get better at that as, as time goes on. We have to like do a little self-check first before, because we can't assume that everybody is in the same mental mm-hmm. health that you are. If you're feeling great or high at that one moment, the next person may not. And it's, it's something I got to learn too. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot sure. of times I got to, you know, got to back up and say, don't take it personal, you know, yeah. and we do take it personal sometimes, but we, but uh, it's kind of a little learning moment for me just thinking mm-hmm. about that, which makes sense. You, you, there's a lot that goes into that though. I mean, mm-hmm. how many, how many, you know, what, what is, I mean, okay, you got your chart, you got your week set up. Are you looking ahead to that person? Okay as needed, they call you. Do you know, like so-and-so is coming back to you next week? And, and do we get, do we get people together beforehand and kind of figure this out or best to, you know, get that person in, reevaluate again, here's the treatment. Yeah. And a lot of it is we see kind of things coming and we try to be proactive on it. Uh, so we'll see, Hey, this person isn't responding to training. What's the, what's the problem? Is it our problem for not having the right training plan for them? Or is it something that we need to look at possibly diagnosing and them, or do they just have a bad attitude? And some people just have a bad attitude, and they're not gonna, they're not gonna, they're not gonna do the training prescribed. So, so that's kind of, or I don't want to say bad attitude. There's a lot of things going on with different people. But, but some people just but don't want to receive. I mean, they we can't yep. lead a horse to water and yep. make him drink, you know. So yeah, and that's kind of, and that goes back to to a cool thing about being an American, right? We get right. we get free choice, and yeah. you don't have to be an athlete, or you don't have to have that athlete mindset, but. If you want to see really good response to any of your treatment, like that's the way to do it. That so, makes sense. So step up and 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 kind of look at yourself that way, and it's going to change your mindset. So if you wake up and you're like, ah, oh, uh, I went to the donut shop again. I almost <laughs> said a brand name. I went to the donut shop <laughs> it's again. Okay. Hey. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, and and that's kind of your your thought. Like, hey, I yeah. can't do any better. Then you're always going to be there. So yeah. if you can think, hey, I wrote down my goals today on my goal sheet, and this is what I'm going to be today. So you can be whatever you want to be. So and we have that freedom to decide to, to do that. So that's that's exciting. You know, and and um, 
we're not we're not talking about for those who are civilian out here. You don't have to have the the Nick Saban approach. If anyone knows <laughs> SEC football, the, the Alabama Crimson Tide. I mean, he's diehard. There's a certain mentality there. Or military, the DSs or the drill sergeants in the Army mm-hmm. world, um, or any military. You know, I, I forgot I forgot what Navy's called. I got DSs Army, but I can't remember the other ones. But I but I just know Army more than anything else. But since we're talking that, I mean, it's not that kind of approach. So, you not know, at all. We're not nope. saying, gun, you got to do it. You, you, you know, we're not talking that. I mean, we're nope. talking st- structure. And, and a lot of self-motivation, too. Self-mo- okay. And yep. they're talking to ourselves, which yep. is okay. It's okay. Anybody listening here, if you talk to yourself, you're not crazy. My grandmother used to talk to herself. But she was high pretty. Performer. She was a high performer. She was. Yeah. She's only only part of me that's not Italian. She was <laughs> Lithuanian. So right. the very those Slavic women. Very. Yeah. Boom, boom, boom. She was. She was tough. She was tough. Yeah. Uh, so that's um, what a husband could do too. They could be that go. person there that's there to say, "Hey, hey, keep going. This is great. You're doing awesome." And I know maybe today is not exactly. You know, you're not feeling a hundred percent, but you got this. Husband, that's kind of be the coach. Absolutely, and that's kind of what one of my roles is as well is to just. Just try to encourage people as best as possible. Try to go give them high fives and, and say, great Good. job. Good. No, yeah. I, and I like that because yeah. it, it does start, you know, like, like a lot of stuff starts in the home. Yeah. You know, be supportive being doing that. Um, any ladies, I mean, if there's ladies who are single, what do you suggest in a situation like that that mm-hmm. maybe, unfortunately, there's many different, I'm not going to get into reasons, yeah. so you know, that if there's a woman who had a child and husband's gone, passed, maybe was killed in action. I mean, yep. I'm, and I don't know how many there are like that, but I've heard. Um, that's a, that's tough too. So we got to work with them different ways. Support groups outside of your your unit. That, that this this way of treating everybody is there. Yeah, having that having that. A lot of times your strength and conditioning coach will be an encourager. Sometimes okay. they're not, but sometimes yeah. they are. Yeah. Um, have that kind of way. You could have. Um, yeah, just your friends. You can bring your friends around. Let them know what you're doing. Hey, this is my goal. Postpartum, I, I plan on you know one year postpartum. I plan on running a five k. And that's my, that's yeah. my goal. And get those people around you to support you when you're having a bad day. Give them a call and say, "Hey, today sucks. I wanna, yeah. I need some help." There you go. Yep. I um, and I love it. And if there's anybody out there that feels like that person's not helping you, well, for go to the next one for yep. crying out loud. There's yep. there's others to choose from. There's and, and and personalities are different. Some people gel better with other people. It's like our kids. You know, anybody out there listening, you, you got kids that you see they played well together. The parents want so bad for those kids to be the best of friends. And we had that, but their personalities, they develop, they go to have different interests, they move on, you know, but then they find other friends, whatever, find another person to support you, another, maybe find another, you know, doctor or whatever. But, mm-hmm. but what I like about what you're doing is there, and you know, I say a plethora, but there, but there's, how many are there totally? You, you list, list a nutritionist, you, uh, psychiatrist, psychiatrist, who else? Yeah, sports psychology. So then sports, we have health coaches, health coaches. So we've got a couple health educators, and then um, we've got copious amounts of, of strength and conditioning. So it's fair to say, copious out. amounts. Okay, yeah. so probably <laughs> five five to seven that, that help great. us out a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's that's yeah. fantastic. And then we have those that whole structure of the NCO structure there to support for for our program. So yeah. so that's great. I mean, there's a there's a lot of encouragers, and I just got to give a little shout out to them too because sure. they're great people like they're a lot of them are voluntold to come yeah. out and help <laughs> but, but they love it they love yeah, it. yeah they've come yeah. out and they've yeah. seen the program and what we're trying yeah. to do and they just jump behind it so they're great people but anybody in the army all you guys are too and you say uh, voluntold I, I love that because you guys are always giving back you guys are all about community mm-hmm. it's always about giving back and, and i noticed that we have partners in education we work with on post that that same approach again you teach everybody to give back. I'm always trying to tell people if, and that's part of satisfaction and, and, and worthiness and make 
yourself feel like, what is my purpose? When you give something back just a little bit like that, supporting somebody, supporting these ladies that are either athletes or those who are not, or whomever they may be in and out of the service or the specific one that you're working on. Um, again, it's, it's, it's really, it's, it has so much to do with you giving a little bit of your time because it always comes back to you somehow, you know, it always does. It always does. Yeah. The, um, um, can we switch topics? Just you for can, absolutely. Can I tell you what we call you at my house? Okay. I want to hear this. All right. We call you Bobby J. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> so you're Bobby J. So whenever the, um, and I wanted to ask you a couple I'll of questions. Tell, oh yeah. Too. You can't come. Yeah. Can I comment on the Bobby J thing real fast? Yeah. It's funny. Cause Dr. Champion was here. I can't remember what episode of my podcast. Remember Dylan? It was, it was from the beginning of this episode. I honestly don't remember. I want to really. say like nine or something, but maybe I'm not somewhere. Sure. But anyway, he calls me Bobby J. The kids at school call me Bobby J. Now your daughter calls me Bobby. My kids. <laughs> That's my and fault. What's so funny though, when I grew up in Buffalo, New York, I'm from Buffalo. Yeah. I was Bobby J in Buffalo. Huh. Just I didn't Bobby even know. and then Jesse too. They call me Jesse. Yeah. The name is Jeswaldi, but it was Jeswald and it's a family. That's another story, another time. But it's it's Italian, but it doesn't sound Italian right now. But but they would call me Bobby J. I was on the air in Buffalo, New York. I was on a 110,000 watt station. I was Bobby J in here. So enough of that. You can that's ask awesome. me questions. I yeah. I just think that's funny that you would say yep. that. That's great. And that's why. So whenever yeah. like spring, especially you're yeah. you're always on in our house in spring. Yeah. But what um what happens when when storms are coming? Mm-hmm. Like how do you make the determination? Hey, today's my day. I got to be there, and I got to be there for the next. Because because you were there for a long time for this hurricane. Oh, the hurricane! What the if amazing. we tell during this podcast, anyone yeah. listening, and maybe you're whenever you're listening to this podcast, it was uh, look it up. It was Ida? It was a major hurricane. It was a second Cat Four hurricane. One uh, before that uh, was Grace, and it hit Mexico. Ida came up in Louisiana. Uh, really, you know, New Orleans, although it did take a beating, but nothing like Katrina. And those are two different setups. But we, thanks to computer models, any mathematicians out there, anybody who's into math, algorithms and mathematical simulations and, and, and um, supercomputers out there that can simulate something at such speed and resolution that's physically seen. Because when I started in weather, there were DIFAX maps. There, mm. You'd peel them off on paper and you layered them up that way. And you had a color, you had a look at them. And, you know, those days are gone. You know, everybody can look online. You got different things. But you got to know how to interpret it. Like a doctor would read something. We're not doctors, but we but we are someone who, you know, really, you know, and I'm certified. There's some meteorologists are certified, some are not. I'm certified. And, 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 and it's important to be on top of the latest education and models and what you're doing. But there's a rationale and there's time when you look at it. And it comes with a gut feeling, too, because when you look at A and B on a vector, what do they typically do? How does it behave? How does a parcel error do that? And with all the tools and resources we have now through computers, it's incredible. And if you use them to your advantage right way and not be lazy, because there's lazy forecasting. There's some that just take a computer mouth, mm-hmm. rip and read, I call it. You could tell those. And I pride with my team days in advance. We'll look we'll look a week in advance, and we'll know what's going on. We'll pull a weather aware with certainty. And sometimes we won't put weather aware because we feel that there's too many uncertainties and we're not going to sound an alarm and cry wolf, but it's days in advance, Josh. So if we know days in advance, we have a plan. I have a plan I've written out. Uh, it's been scrutinized. I've had uh, upper management look at it, corporate looked at it, and we did it even before we were told through my company, I work for which is great companies, Nexstar, largest broadcast company in the nation, is is that we had a plan. I had a plan the day I walked in here. And the plan is, this is what you do, X, Y, and Z to execute. And if you follow that plan, you'll never get burned. So it's, it's, uh, 
you're, you, it takes days to advance people. We cannot assume that you're watching every mm-hmm. day is another reason why. Um, so there's, you know, those are some of the things right there that, that we, yeah. we have to consider that we have to be over communicating, say it again, over communicate because you'll hear people say, I didn't, I'll use this as an example. March 3rd of 2019, we had, we lost 23 people mm-hmm. passed away in our viewing area. Uh, President Trump at the time was there. He even came down here. This was a big mm-hmm. deal. And, week and a half we were beating the drum this is going to be a bad setup there's rare you'll hear us say that but this is a bad set like we were comparing it to 2011 it was a horrible day there were people who said we never even knew about it Hmm. not this is not putting them down or anything because either a maybe they're just not resourceful or they don't have the means or maybe they don't pay for cable or whatever there's no excuse not to have a weather radio and i'll leave you at that always yeah. have that always be informed well we remember that day because i kind of felt like you were talking to us that day because yeah. you know we were we i was just <laughs> people hopped the people road like yeah and i know you know where we live yeah. so it yeah. just hopped the road like it missed us by less than a quarter of a mile it was and, my old neighborhood in yeah. that area where you live and yep. And I, when, when it happens, people go, you never talk about us. Well, if I talk about you, that's not a good thing. It's like, I'll yeah. use Jim Cantori, who I know personally with the Weather Channel. I'll give him a shout out. He's, he's the most greatest guy you ever meet. He's who you see on TV in real, real life. He, he never met a stranger. He's just the sweetest guy. Not a big ego or nothing. But Jim Cantori, there's funny signs you see. He's like, Jim, go away. When you see Jim Cantori coming, that's not a good thing. And I say to the people too, if, if you hear me talking about your area, <laughs> specifically from a store, that's not a good thing. Yeah. So don't be offended if I don't say your name. Yeah. There's nothing going on there at the we time. We all freaked out too because the, the power got knocked out as it was coming down mm-hmm. our road. Like the power got yeah. knocked out and we lost you. And then we, we have, like, that's why I tell you, get your mobile device, it, it radio, the, battery operator. It oh. knocked out the, the cell tower oh, too. Oh, that's because of cell towers. Yep. Yeah, we had, our, we had yeah. our radio, but, yeah. but we were just like, Bob's not with us anymore. We're screwed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we thought we were. Then the mobile device doesn't work. That's yeah. right. So then you go to a battery, old-fashioned battery-operated yep. radio, and we have a local uh, partner here in, in town, and we use them to mm-hmm. simulcast. So those are important tools in our toolbox to help get the information out because we can't assume that everybody's going to watch TV and it's mm-hmm. because you're going to run to take cover. Your TV, some people go, well, I, don't, I can't carry my TV with me or they put the volume, but then the power goes out. Yeah. You don't hear me anymore. So you, you must have a no weather radio battery operated mm-hmm. absolute number one thing in the toolbox you're you can have our weather apps on your phone wrbl that's fine and it can be used anywhere in the united states so if you want to download it, it gives us more hits it's okay but you can custom it for your local area um you know you you have to have your tv and your yep. your your weather person that you like and uh again you're you're probably good to go but though yep. and then to have a plan of course Always have a plan. Where do you go? Where's your safest, lowest center spot with enough walls between you and outside, whether it's severe wind, tornadoes, or whatever it may be? We watch it on Facebook, too. So yeah, just oh, and so I forgot know, about that. Social media, too. Yeah, thanks yeah. for saying that. Or WRBL.com. We stream. Thank you for saying that. Yep. Um, and on social media. Yep. And and But again, like you said, that day was so unprecedented. Uh, cell tower missed a car on uh, on four and two thirty or four thirty one, uh, two eighty in uh, the Smith Station area mm-hmm. where it was coming through in Lee County, Alabama, on three of nineteen, and it was uh, horrible. And it, it, nobody was hit. But then another one went down in Catala in Harris County, mm-hmm. Georgia, on that same path, seventy two seventy three. Arguably, how long the, the physical tornado was at, at one hundred and seventy. Uh, three mile per hour winds at the strongest point, and everybody in that right side of that cyclone were the ones who lost their life because mm-hmm. that's the strongest part, and and they weren't secured uh, dwellings, and right. and uh, you know mobile homes or whatever are never the safest spots for any kind of high wind uh, systems. Yeah, 
our area, I may have asked you this before too. I had one other question too. Sure. So our area seems like a really, really funky area for uh-huh. the weather. So when we lived out in Washington, yeah. it was kind of like you knew the forecast for, I yeah. don't know, what, six weeks? Maritime climates are pretty predictable, yeah. But yeah. here, it seems like it's very, uh, cha- it changes all the time. What's, what's special about the Columbus, Georgia area that makes it a difficult weather place? Gulf of Mexico to the south mm-hmm. and strong cold fronts to the north, and they don't mix. And when they do mix, they, I shouldn't say they don't mix. That's a, I'm just being, you know, just, uh, yeah. you know, I'm just talking rhetorically here, but they do mix in a volatile form. So when they do come together, you're going to get a lot of dynamics where air will rise fast. Uh, the rate of, uh, of cooling increases with cold air, air masses aloft, and that causes the dynamics of a supercell storm during those months. So you said about spring, especially you're watching. And with that kind of lift and dynamic and rotation that you get within that gets vertically induced and you get tornadoes that are violent. And, and we've seen more and more of those. So what was once in the plains we're seeing ironically you'd say this we don't know exactly what's happening yet but um these are actually becoming more and more prevalent over these last decade more numerous ones like we're the southern plains of the southeast now southeast Mm -hmm. has been seeing such a huge ramp up in this last decade since 2011 we we don't know why there's like a little weird shift perhaps it's it's deepening more troughs that are more vigorous that are that are coming in here uh, lack of strong high pressure that's during that seasonal oscillation. Uh, but during the, of course, tropical Atlantic season, we're seeing the high pressure just right where the western periphery of the circulation seems to steer and it's favorable for bringing systems right up into the Gulf of Mexico. So we the Gulf of Mexico is a warm body water and water drives climate. That's the bottom line. Ocean drives our climate. People go, people are oceanographers. They're the geniuses because there's very little land on the planet. It's more, it's the ocean circulation that drives our climate. It, it operates the same way. It's a fluid, but fluid dynamics, the same in the atmosphere. So whatever is happening physically in the ocean is driving physically in the atmosphere. So, yeah. and we're so close to all that water and that's why it's yeah. warm. I love asking. I love hearing about that. Like yeah, yeah. what's does it, does individual. So it seems like where we live, this this summer's crazy. Like I've yeah. never seen it. We've been here seven years. Like yeah. I've never seen it like this this much rain. Oh yeah. It's, but here's the irony of that. You said exactly what somebody said on my staff the other day. It was Phil Scoggins, and he said, "Bob, we just he just said this uh, yesterday before this podcast. He said he was talking to our morning meteorologist, and he said, "Yeah, I asked her, you know, what what the heck's going on? We have so much rain this year. And the mm-hmm. irony is, we had more in 05. 05, we had over year to date was fifty six inches Oof. off the top of my head, and we were when we average like. 40 some 42 this year we're only about up to date to date mm-hmm. when this was airing this is what's today's date we're already september 1 of uh 2021 but when it aired up to this point we're at we're at two and a half two and a half inch i gotta think there's a three and a half two and a half inches above average to date mm-hmm. so we're not that bad it's because of the torrential nature and the mm-hmm. tropical air mass that's been real it gives it the illusion you get these rate of rainfalls that are going somewhere between one to two inches per hour. That doesn't mean you're getting two inches per hour, mm-hmm. but a rate of rainfall in 15 minutes of a one to two inch per hour, if you just average that, mm-hmm. that is a deluge. Mm-hmm. Those are fat drops, tropical, and they hit. And it's with such force and velocity that puddles are staying because it's so fast in a short time, mm-hmm. creates that probably, and I'm just assuming this, that illusion that we've had 
considerable amount of precipitation. Yeah, and it's rain. killing all my all my like dry weather plants. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're it's, not happy. You have yeah, you got desert plants. Those yeah. zero, we call them zeroscape land. Yep. The dry, dry, yep. dry, dry plants. Tomatoes are doing great though. Tomatoes love like warm and humid. Growing up a trellis and they love it. Oh, that's fit. See, yeah. that's great. I I didn't do tomatoes this year. Deer yeah. don't deer don't bother your tomatoes. No, they they that's and right. they're all over the place. So that's I don't know. You do have a cool garden, you and your yeah. wife, and I go and you guys cook. Wonderful. I know you're liking a lot of naturally. My, I used to love it. My one daughter, she's the junk food junkie. But we had a kale shake at the Eldridge's the other day. I said, good, great, good for you. You should have more of them. She goes, but I didn't really taste it. You won't taste it because you know how to hide it. You know, just kind of put that in there and yep. hide it. I love it. And Breezy was, loved coming over and, yeah. and getting all kinds of, you'd cook like a... Yeah. Like she, she remembers it. Broccoli oh, she and all the great vegetables. Was the best and... out of all the kids. Not, and I'll say this: she was so well mannered. She is such a well mannered. Mm-hmm. You raise your kids well. She, thank you, Mister Jeswald. This and that. Yeah. I I love that kid. She's yeah. so. And I started there. I couldn't believe how much she grew up. Yes. Like you got to be. She's going to take your dad because yeah. your wife is very petite. Mm-hmm. But she may have the Eldridge's uh, height if that's yeah. where it comes from. I don't yeah. know what side is it, your dad's or your mom's side, yeah. but or both. But she um, would eat anything I'd make. Not a fussy. I mean, talk about. Oh, sure, I'd love to try it. And then there's my other one with the big look on her face, like she's, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to eat that. Yep. <laughs> look what she did. She just ate it. Why can't you? Yeah. And that's why nutrition's good. We're trying to raise the kids, keep them healthy. For yep. crying out loud. Yep. Yeah. I, I mean, it's just one of those things. And just and one last thing. I mean, yeah, yeah. If I can, do we have any more questions for me? Or no? Okay. Good. No, okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank yeah. you. You got your own podcast too, so I know that's. <laughs> did you want to plug your podcast? You haven't done one in a well, while, but yeah, I haven't done yeah. one. The, the thing I wanted to plug is yeah. um, we're going to be talking about all this coming up at the Auburn Tactical Human Factor Summit in October, on October 27th to 28th. So we need to put, that'll be right here in the podcast play zone. Yeah. It's already written. So if somebody's listening to us live, um, this will also be, we got to put that in. So we'll get this after the podcast. That's yeah. important. We'll put in our notes. And that's a yeah. great one. If you're a provider yeah. in this area yeah. and you're curious about what's going on, working with soldiers and things of that nature and, and the tactical athlete, sure, they're going to, and they accepted two of our, our proposals. So one of them is on the P3T on the, on the pregnancy and okay. postpartum, helping a postpartum female become a tactical athlete. Mm-hmm. And then the other one is on our ranger school recovery program that we do. Yeah. So those are, we're going to be talking about both of those in detail. So Great. getting into detail about specifics about what we do. So, and that's over there at Auburn, I believe it's Dr. Shefton is the, okay. is the lady that, that runs it. And from what I hear, it's a fantastic conference each year that they put on. I think it's like a Wednesday, Thursday or Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. Great. So this is going to hopefully transcend in there. They'll really help out. Yeah. God, Dr. Josh Eldridge, everybody. Thank you so much. I yeah, mean, we thanks, went an Bob. hour and 14 minutes. <laughs> but I tell you, just go by fast. I mean, yeah. we have so much to talk about today and you can learn more about it right here at the podcast play zone. So I want to thank you. I want to thank your wife too, giving some time here tonight and helping us out or during the day or evening or one in the morning, who's ever listening to it, whatever time. And everybody at home too, for watching, listening, no matter how you get your episodes, wrbl.com every Wednesday at seven live, or you can get it post live. Um, sometimes we're not live, but you know, either way, tonight was a live broadcast recorded by the way. And follow our podcasts on Spotify, Apple, and iHeart. Great ways to uh, get those as well. Also free to connect with me right here on Twitter and Instagram. That's WRBL. I have those written the same, WRBL. you can see. And on Facebook at Bob Jeswald WRBL, where Josh gets his weather updates from the Chief Meteorologist Like page. Like us there, too, Chief Meteorologist Bob Jeswald. Uh, that'll do it for us tonight. And remember, always take it off thyself. I said this earlier. And find a way to give back to community. Be supportive. See what happens to your spouse or your loved one or anything. Be in shape. Get off the couch. You'll feel a lot better. We'll get in good mental health. 
We love you guys out there, and thanks for joining us this week. Thank you, Dr. Josh Eldridge. Good job.